I'm always like kind of impressed and find it to be kind of like badass that the animals that don't have to bend to shit. So it's just like in their everyday life, shit just comes out. <laughs> you know, it's like so. It's so. Yeah. It's so gangster. It's just like yeah, I'm shitting. Casual about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm shitting. Fuck you. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I'm your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. And, uh, guys, welcome to another week of the show. Thank you for all your tweets. You've been tweeting at me at the Doug Mann. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing me at Duty Calls with Doug Mann at Gmail. You guys are the best, and I love love hearing about it. Also, as you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin toilet paper. Nine out of ten buttholes prefer Charmin. <laughs> and they can't be wrong. Who's the tenth butthole? The one, the one holdout? Yeah. He's a dirty little boy. <laughs> he dirty. likes a rough. He's sticking, he's sticking with his single ply. You know, we're not going to change. He's up in a, the cabin with a, with a rifle drinking, <laughs> drinking uh, bathtub gin. <laughs> also, we have a phone number now. Uh, the number is 876 hold it n the letter n as in no no not now not in front of my in-laws um i've gotten a lot of great calls and i just got this call that is so fucking hilarious and amazing and i want you i just want you to hear it uh so i'm gonna play i'm gonna play this call that i got it doesn't need much of an introduction uh and here you go listen to it hey doug um I just wanted to call and give you my little um, story about what happened to me probably 20 minutes ago. Um, I work in a prison, and I uh, teach a class at a prison. And um, the thing about teaching the class is that the class is three hours. And um, once you're in the room and the door shut and locks, you are in there permanently for that three hours. There is nobody that can come and relieve you. Uh, the guard can't watch your class if you have to use the restroom. Um, you are in the class, and you're there. You're committed, and you got to be in that room. Well, this morning, um, I get to class, and my stomach was already turning, you know, on my way to work, so I knew it was going to be a horrible morning. The door shuts, locks, everybody, you know, tell everybody good morning. Everybody gets to work. And I'm sitting at my desk, and all of a sudden, I start getting the bubble guts, and it's hurting pretty bad. And I really, uh, I have no choice, you know, but to tell the guard that I have to leave the class for a minute. And my classroom is actually um, in a hallway. It's the education hallway. And right outside the classroom, there are the inmate restrooms. And the thing about those are the hallway is really long. And at one end of the hallway, the guard sits there at her desk. And she can see all the way down the other end of the hallway. And there's two urinals and one actual toilet and they're only separated by probably a waist high cement wall I guess so if you're peeing and you're standing there she could see you and if you're sitting on the toilet she could see that too so I uh I uh my stomach was killing me so I bust the door open and I yelled down at the guard I was like I gotta go to the restroom and I don't know you know I'm, I'm not gonna make it I gotta go right now so one thing I do not like to do is use the inmate restrooms because there is a lot of nastiness floating around in the prisons, uh, hepatitis and all kinds of other nasty diseases. And so um, the highlight of my morning was getting to sit on the uh, the toilet while the guard at the other end of the hallway makes her way down to my room. As I rush to the toilet, I throw myself on the toilet and immediately begin blowing it up. And uh, 
everybody heard. My whole classroom heard. The guard was hearing. I was grunting because I was in so much pain, and it was a it was a pretty bad morning. So I, uh, as soon as I was finished there, I I told the guard that I'm not going to make it the rest of the morning, and so they had to get her supervisor, the captain, involved, and the captain had to call the warden, and the warden had to actually clear the class and clear out the hallways so that we can get the prisoners back to their housing unit so that I could leave. They got all of my uh, my students, the inmates, back to their housing units, and uh, I got some pretty nasty looks as I was leaving the education hallway so that I can run out to my car and head home to finish my business. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's, that's an amazing story. We, we don't know who that what that guy's name is. Uh, it's so great on so many levels. One, he has to teach in a prison with prisoners. That in and of itself is, for me, a shit attack waiting to happen every single day. Well, knowing that when you get in there, it's the door locks yeah. for three hours yep. and you can't get out. That's the scariest thing to me is you you know you're going, if he worked at, how about this, even if he, for me, if he worked at a place, there was like a law firm, but you went in there and for three hours you couldn't leave the law firm and it was nice and has a nice sofa and stuff, you still couldn't leave for three hours, that would give me a shit attack. You're with <laughs> hardened criminals. <laughs> And you get a shit attack. And the thing about shit attacks also is, as we've noticed that with everyone, is everyone tries to, it keeps this to themselves mostly. They don't tell people. But for this guy, he has to make an announcement. <laughs> he has to call down a hallway and he has to announce to the prison, I have to shit. <laughs> These men who are supposed to respect him are like, really, you cannot hold it in? And then to make matters worse, he has to shit where there's basically... Everyone can see him shit, and his <laughs> students can hear him shit, and it's a whole production to even get there, on top of the fact that the toilets are dangerous. Yeah. The toilets are dangerous. Yeah. They, they got, he's got, he had hep C all over his ass. He, hep C and other things. I don't even know what those other things could be. What but is that? Yeah. They, like, any of these little things alone are enough to, to drive a man or a woman insane. He, he crapped on disease he, he sat on death and that's how bad it was and he made noises Grunting. it was so bad that he had to grunt and you could hear the grunts reverberated and then oh, the been gr- there been and there then, grunting. of course of course we've all been there with the grunting but not in front of inmates and 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 a, and a female guard who is who can't believe she has to watch over these inmates while you crap call the warden that's the other thing. <laughs> the, I think the greatest fear for everyone is that people will find out about this and that and and you can't keep it a secret. Not only does his, the inmates know, but it goes all the way up the chain of command. <laughs> everyone knows this guy's shitting. Class has been canceled because of this guy's butthole. I love that the warden had to get involved. The warden had to get involved. I just imagine the warden from Shawshank Redemption just like, hey, someone shit. He's got a shit. You can't hold it. It it is, it it is an amazing story. It's a shit attack that stopped the entire system. Yeah, the entire we, you know what the ta- had to stop the taxpayers paid for that shit attack. <laughs> I love this guy. I love I, I love so him much too. respect for him. First of all, I have respect for him because he's doing something amazing. He's teaching yeah. inmates. You yeah. know, he's doing something. He's that's clearly dangerous. Yes, and you know, and high stakes in and of itself, and very admirable. Yeah. You know what? Love I want. I love this guy, and I want to know what happened the next day. Yeah, you know, I want to know what happened the next day. 
He had to leave. It's everywhere out there. Do they not respect him? Is it like the first day in prison when you're like, you find the biggest guy and you beat him up? So, so they respect you. Is this, did he lose all, did he have to do something to like gain their respect? Like, did he have to do like shit on the ground in front of them? But like, I'm getting calls like this now. We're getting calls. I love and, these stories. And these stories are great. And I want to keep hearing them. And if we can, we'll play them on the show. Uh, but if we can't, just know that we love them and they, they, uh, they help us with the show. So thank you. Um, anyway, we've got a great show coming up for you. We got uh, a comedian, writer, uh, Josh Weiner, who uh, co-wrote the movie High Road with Matt Walsh from the Upright Citizens Brigade in the show Veep. Uh, they wrote this movie High Road. It's hilarious. It's on instant Netflix. You got to check it out. And he also just created this uh, web show called uh, Downton Arby's, which is so funny. It's so funny. It's amazing. It's a parody of Downton Abbey, and it's and as a Downton Abbey fan, I tell you, it holds up. So, uh, Josh has a great story to tell. I can't wait for you to hear it. Uh, check out Josh Weiner. So we're here with Josh Weiner. Yes. Thanks for coming in, Josh. Thank you so much for having me. I remember... Uh, what, like three months ago when you guys first started doing it and we were hanging out here and you're like, hey, you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. And then I thought it would never happen. And yeah, I didn't. Here it is. Yeah, like he's here. I mean, I honestly thought we'd have to be really desperate to bring Josh in. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> I know, I knew, I knew that it was like for the C-list. I knew that. No. That I knew. Josh, come on, you're D-list. That I knew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Josh, uh, that's, that is untrue. <laughs> it really, it really is not true. That's uh, not true. No, it's, it's not. my niche. It's my niche in the community. No, Josh, what is your niche? You know, the C-list guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two or three people aren't available. I can come on in. No, you're one of the first people I thought of. We talk about poop all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm around you a ton. You are one of the people that said, "I got a story for you." I do. You got you like, and and uh, and I wasn't surprised when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> which I like, which is why we're friends. One of the reasons I there's there's certain people I know we're on the same wavelength, and Josh is one of them. I was like, finally, it pays off. This horrible thing, I, and like honestly, I had never told anyone about it. Really, like that's that's like the thing I love about this podcast is like it's really liberated me to talk about. Like my pooping and my shit. Really? Yeah. Like That's I've, great. I've always been like, just uh, don't talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. That means a lot. How are we not talking about this thing? We, we, it's the great we, we eat, we fuck, and we shit. Like that's what we do. So Josh, you got All a story right. for us. I do. So uh, this happened about six years ago, I think. Okay. Um, I guess I'll give you some context. Please. Uh, I'm, I'm living in, in L.A., and um, I started taking classes at the UCB Theater. The Upright Citizens Brigade. Upright gotcha. Citizens Brigade Theater. And I was going through the classes, and I got to the point where, like, you take level four a few times, and you audition, you don't get in, and then you're on, like, you know, a bunch of different practice groups. Right. And, and, and for those of you who don't know, this is an improv school, improvisational comedy school. So Josh is talking about auditioning for other groups, house teams that yeah. perform. And that kind of thing. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. No, no, yeah. And it becomes very cultish, and it, like, takes over your life yes. in a very unnatural, unnecessary way. Yes. That's all you care about. So that's kind of, like, what I was living with. Yeah, you right? really wanted it. You were inside this UCB cult. You wanted to be on a team. You More wanted- than anything else, yeah. Yeah, okay. like, er- any other, like, showbiz dream I had paled so much in comparison. Yeah. And, and part of doing this, you have to go to Herald uh, Night, which every Monday night, they house teams perform heralds, and... You have to go and watch, and it's kind of a political thing. You want to be seen there and see everybody there. Right. Um, and a herald is just a kind of improvisational comedy. Yeah. like. 
and, and yeah, and, and and so for me, I I don't like going to the theater. I always feel so much pressure. It's either I'm gonna have to like jump into a bit with someone, mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm gonna be funny, yeah. or you're gonna encounter the weird guy who doesn't talk, and it's your job to yeah. make the conversation. <laughs> it's just a barrage of awkward situations. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not like no one is no one can just be like, hey, how are you? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You have to. You have to be on. And it's just yeah, comedians are the worst. Comedy people are the worst. And stand up people are are just the devil. Yes. Yeah. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right. Well, I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> yeah. um, so one particular day, I had to go. Um, I don't even know what I'd eaten that day. Like I don't think it was anything out of the ordinary. It may have just been like three days of bad eating that it just uh -huh. kind of built up. Gotcha. Um, now, when I left my house, I, I used to live on the street. Um, I lived one building away from the mansion that uh, Orson Welles lived in, uh, and he died there. It was the last house he ever lived in. Okay. And the guy that lives there now is Dan Waters, who wrote Heathers. Oh, wow. And I was like, and this was like always very inspiring to me. I was like, well, I'm going to keep working at what I do, and one day I'm going to live in... Live and die in that place. Yeah. Like, I'm going to write something as cool as Heathers, and I'm going to live where Orson Welles died. Yeah. So... Very romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm at, uh, I'm at the show, and I'm sitting in the front row... And I just noticed my stomach, something, something's going wrong. This isn't going to end well. Uh -huh. and, but I like, know that feeling. And uh, for those of you who haven't been to the UCB, like it's very, it's, it's impossible to leave without, no, without it being noticed that you're yeah, leaving. Everyone knows when you get up. Yep. The and, people on stage know. And you might as well say something. Yeah. yeah you, might as, right, you might as well hold up a fucking sign. Oh, and, like during the show. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, and I'm under this, like, <laughs> I feel this pressure to, be there Impre and, and, and impress people, <laughs> yeah. and you want and you want these people to like you. It's like it's so it's like the people that are on stage are the people I'm going to have to audition for, yeah. and they're going to know that I left. Yeah, and I can't say, oh, but I'm going to shit my pants. If <laughs> but I you have to shit. <laughs> my pants. How long did it take till it got to the emergency? Like, like were you sitting there and you're like, I can make it until the end of this performance. This I started can't make it. at like I probably had approximately what forty minutes. Okay. So like till yeah. till til, til, yeah, yeah. Til the entire you had forty show minutes done. left of the show when you when it started to hit you. Another one, and you can't really leave after the other one because it comes it goes up. right into it. So, and like, I mean, this was not an adult appropriate thing to do. Any yeah. normal person would have just gotten up and not worried about it. But I have put so much stress and pressure sure. under myself. <laughs> and I was just, like, I was just, <laughs> <laughs> and the bathroom is a mirror. Uh, 15 feet from you. Oh, probably. and by the way, well, that, that great. Yeah, that's a great example. For Thank you for bringing that up. Um, there was no way I was going to go to the bathroom in the theater. You already knew that if you got up, you weren't going to go there because it's, yeah. it's also right there, too. too you close. might as well be shitting on the stage. <laughs> like, yeah, it's 10 feet it's away. It's just too close. If you, if you have the slightest squeaker of a fart, yes. they're going to use that in the scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, and this was like this wasn't just a little poop. This was like you, I don't yeah like I had some Vesuvius was, was brewing. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I already knew. So I was like crossing that off my list, and I started thinking about the gas stations on the way home and where I could stop. And I must have just looked like a weird contortionist, oh like my, my face just sitting in the front row, like or a face contortionist. Is yeah, that, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Face contortionist. Sure, yeah. sure. Like I mean, I, like <laughs> I, I was so stone faced and serious, and I was just running all the different scenarios of where I could shit, when I could shit. The show ends mercifully, and I start rushing out, 
And, you know, everyone's hanging, everybody hangs out in the lobby. What happens is you leave the theater, in the lobby, all the students that you're taking classes with, that you're all friends with, everybody's there, and you have to, like, talk to everybody. So you made it past the 40 minutes. You did it. I did it. Holy I did shit. It. That's I amazing. Did it. That is amazing. You held it. in a shit for, like, an hour that was yes. brewing. Yes. Most shit-torsionists can only last like 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes. You're like a black belt with your No, butthole. like I like I it's it's I I owe it all to my insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, yeah. It's my insecurity that brought it on, but it's also like just insecurity that wouldn't let you yeah, shit anywhere. Yeah. It's all right. And like and, and you know like mm. friends come up to you and they try to like engage you like how we talk everybody wants to do a bit or at least mm-hmm. or, you know also people are friendly. I don't mean it to yeah. sound like it's all these yeah. monsters there. They're not nice It's just people, a gauntlet like, of people that are getting in your way. Yes. And again, you can't just say, I got to go take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't feel comfortable saying right. that. So I get into my car, and um, long story short, I, I get into my car, and I think I can make it home. How and long is that ride? So it's probably about 10 minutes. And this was like at 11 at night, so I'm like, there's no traffic. Uh-huh. I'm good. And I passed like four or five of these different bathroom where you could have gone yeah like had you thought about them in the in the oh yeah like it was the one right on um right on franklin and bronson right no franklin gower then i was like well i go in the cafe 101 that's a restaurant restaurants are great places totally so just go take a shit in yeah um i was like and even worst worst case scenario there's one like literally just a block from my house. Yeah. What was motivating you to drive past those yeah. places? You thought you could make it? I thought like I made it. I thought like I made And that it'd be worth it to wait? Yeah, because like I mean, here's the thing. Like uh, and you know it's you like, got cocky. It's like that's- <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's what we're getting at is the god the shit god smiled upon you and said, All right. We'll we'll give you the extra sphincter control for this hour, which is a tall order, my that friend. That was a lot to ask for. They and, they, and, and the gods gave it to you, and you fucking laughed in their face and said, "I want to sit on my fucking puffy chair yes. and read yes. my you read were, my novel." Yes. You were in there, you know what? Yes. And then and then instead of repaying them by going to the first yes. bathroom, let meeting, that be a le- let it. that be a lesson to all of you. When you have a chance to shit, go shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> go. You get off that highway. Take that rest stop. Take yeah. Take yeah. don't don't think you can just wait. Don't get cocky. Don't tempt fate. Yeah, I, I flew too close to the shit sun, <laughs> if you will. If you will. So you're driving. You're passing all these places where you should have shit. Yes, and I get to the corner of Highland and Franklin. And okay. how far is that from your house? It's about two miles. Okay. And at that point. <laughs> I'd flown too close to the shit sun. Tell us what happened. And I'm at a red light and I just gave up. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have any better eloquent way. Just you just like I just gave up. I love this. You didn't let a fart out. You just couldn't hold it any longer. And you knew, you're like, I'm going to just shit my pants. And I just was like, and so I think when listening to the show and hearing other stories, it seems like the, the majority of the time when people shit their pants, they're standing or they're like walking. Uh, sure. I was, like, so in this case, I was. In my car. I was sitting mm. in my car. <laughs> and at, like, a red li- at a red light? At a red light. Now, tell me what you were doing. Like, were you like, 
Were you, well, gri- I, like, were you gripping on the, the steering wheel like, oh God? Before, no. When I gave up, I was I was really at peace with it. I really was. <laughs> yeah, you really were. You, I'm just not going to make it. Well, and I didn't like. I was at a red light, and and there, it was a no turn on red. And I was like, <laughs> the only thing worse than shitting my pants is a cop pulling me over. Yeah, just having shit my pants. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to sit here and take it. And it's like, <laughs> and like I felt like. How much did you let out? The whole thing. So, like, you let I the whole. I could not believe how, like, after like a minute, I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's still coming? Oh, God. Because it was like bad diarrhea. Like, because, <laughs> like, I mean, how else? <coughs> and, like, and I, so here's the thing. So I'm sitting, and I can feel, like, I can feel the back of my jeans, like, the back of my thigh, like, filling out. So it's making it all the way through. Yeah, like 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 it's like a flotation. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was like my pants, my legs, like the skin of my leg was literally not touching the jeans because there's all this fucking shit in between it. Yeah. Oh my god. And I just, <laughs> I just sat there and I was like, and I went from like just. Horror to sadness to just kind of like it was like the five stages of grief. Yeah, you know? like, and ultimately I just like, accepted. I'm like, this is. This was is there happening. any sense of relief? Yeah, and like it's like I fought that. Like I fought that feeling of relief. Really? It's like fuck. Don't don't, you, don't let yourself don't feel you relief. Dare you piece feel of shit. satisfied about this. Yeah, this is not an acceptable way to live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like how dare you feel you <laughs> accomplished anything? So. And then I make like, you know, like I've heard people like talk about like the walk of shame. I'm like, you have nothing. So tell like, us, walk, no take, walk us through of shame take us through it. Compares to driving two miles <laughs> as a 27 year old man, <laughs> just <laughs> with shit filled in your pants. Oh my god! And I hit another red light <laughs> on the way home, well, and yeah. I had to wait at this point because I mean, like, who, ma- who cares? So I started thinking, about, all right, what am I gonna? Do you have roommates? With? Yeah, so I have roommates. And none of which I was close with, who I felt comfortable like walking in with the pants, yeah. pants full of shit. So I had like I was I was gonna be walking <laughs> with your snow pants full of shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh god. <laughs> so, so I park you do? on the street, and I'm walking by the Orson Welles house, and I just start talking. I'm like, oh really, you? Fucking asshole! You're gonna live in the fucking Orson Welles oh! house. You can't even. <laughs> really, really, you, the guy who fucking shits his pants. Oh. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna write the next Heather's. Oh, and live in Orson Welles' house. Really? Oh, you're just, you're just beating yourself up. Was there shit dripping out of your yeah. pants at this point? Oh yeah, like <laughs> socks, shoes, oh, everything. Shit, yeah. got in your shoes. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, well, yeah. Jimmy, went, yes, went from his Jimmy legs down to his, down out. to his socks into his shoes. I'm sure. Thank God, and I, nothing got on the car seat. Wow. Uh, how are we supposed to believe that? Well, yeah. <laughs> Were you wearing jeans? So wearing jeans, yeah. Nice jeans. And, and also, the, the, I'm not making this up. There was a homeless guy sitting on the curb, and I was just like, this is so fucking appropriate. Like, yeah. this is my life. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm going to be sitting on the curb in front of Orson Welles' house, shitting my pants. <laughs> Meanwhile, the homeless guy is homeless, living in it. The homeless guy is like, don't lump me in with you, man. Yes, right here. Yeah. <laughs> I got self-respect. <laughs> so, is, do you know that people are home? I didn't know whether they were home or not. And I could, I could see one of their bedroom lights was off. So I was like, 
all right, this is good. And my plan was, I was going to get in. I was gonna, I, all I had to do was get inside, grab a garbage bag from the kitchen, and make it into my room <laughs> before anyone... Before, before anyone, anyone could saw. smell yeah. the difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one was up. I went to my bathroom, just had a weird moment with myself. Like, I'm taking off my pants in the shower. The shower's running. I'm, like, wiping my ass. Yeah. And I'm just, like, thinking, all right, now I got to go take this garbage bag full of, like, shitty jeans. Literally, yeah. my shitty jeans and my shoes and yeah. my socks. And I got to take it back out into the curb and I got to see the homeless guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> but you did it. And I did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did it. I, and and how long did you tell anyone that that happened when it happened? This is literally the first time. I, uh, like, shortly thereafter, I started seeing a girl for about two years. We were really, really close. I never even told her. I've been... <laughs> I've been so this is the first time you've told this story? Ever. Are you kidding ever. me? Ever. I've never even told anyone I shit my pants. Oh, my God. Gosh. <laughs> I wow. mostly this never came this up. This is amazing. Like, yeah. Wow. That's no, amazing. This is, the power your, so, this is the power of I'm, your cast. Yeah. Wow. You You're for, allowing me I to feel, share I got, this amazing I, feel, I honestly feel honored and, and not being facetious. I do feel honored. I feel incredibly honored. Don't, that is a I big thing. I don't know how to take that, but I'm glad. No, no, no. I, I take it. I mean, take it for what it is. I mean, like, <laughs> for me, I, no, because look, I, it's because it, it's sad to me and crazy to me, but I get it why people are so ashamed of these things. But as we're finding out with this podcast is that it happens to like, a that's lot amazing. of people. As adults, like it just seems so unfathomable to me. As an adult, you can do that. How do you feel now that you've set told it? Like, I mean, this is you've uh, been holding it in. I'm available to shit apartments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you feel though? I mean, this is the first time. And like, I, I feel like I let you down. I feel like I've heard the other stories, and they're really, they're really. See, really now funny. you're just uh, being too neurotic. Well, you, this, this is you a want great... to know how I feel. This is how I feel. All right. All right. All right. Well, tell us how you not, feel. Okay. You feel like your shit story wasn't. Gosh, I love that. I like it. I. It makes me feel honored that you guys feel honored. It's a great story. It's a great story. It's not a great. No, no, no. Story. Stop being such a fucking Josh. But right it's now. not. It's not a great. It's not a great. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Like if it was at the moth, it wouldn't win. Fuck you. This yeah. isn't the moth. Saying. Well, then f- go on the moth. No, I don't want to go on the moth. I'm not competing saying. with the moth. No, you're right. Okay, I didn't. That came out wrong. Josh. That came out wrong. Josh. Well, I, 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 I'm flat. You know what? Why don't you go to the <laughs> fucking moth then? <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, thank you so much for coming on. That was great. Thank you so much for having me. It felt really good to get that off my chest. And uh, do you have a Twitter account or anything we could plug? What's, uh, what's your Twitter? It's at Josh Weiner. At Josh Weiner. And check out the movie High Road. Yeah, High Road. Uh, Netflix, iTunes. You can go into Walmarts or Target and buy it. Yep. It's a great it's a, movie. It is a great movie. Okay, thanks a lot, Josh. Thank you. All right. It's good. That's the other story. I, I don't know. I just like, I was like, you yeah, are, you're more neurotic than I knew. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Josh Weiner, and uh, that was a great story. I love that guy. I love that guy. I hang out with him a lot. Never knew that story. <laughs> I can't believe he's never told and anyone. And I can't believe he's never told anyone. And it's, it, you know, I, that's a, gr- a great surprise. A little bit of a sad surprise, too. Like, I, it always upsets me that people feel like they have to hold it in, like that story. But he, I feel honored that he told it to us, and uh, and I, it was great. You're like the you're like the Jerry Springer for pooping. It's like people come on and reveal. I guess you don't Who, want to be whose brown baby is it? <laughs>
The test came back. You shit your pants. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I'm the butt whisperer. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was Josh Weiner. Check him out. Check him out on Twitter. Uh, tweet at me at the Doug Man. Tweet at Jack Dolgen. Email me at Duty Calls with Doug Man. Give me a bathroom of the week, a public restroom, pictures, thoughts, shit attacks. Call me at 876-HOLD-IT-N as in now. Now I have to shit. Now. Check us out on iTunes. Rate the show. Leave a review. All those things help. Get the word out there. Tell your friends. And uh, till next week, hold it in. You're going to make it. 